the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Hey, good afternoon. Thanks for coming along today, the uh, Wednesday edition of The Ride Home. All is well. It's um, Pearl Harbor Day, December 7th. Yes, it is. A day that will live in, in infamy, infamy, they say, FDR. Mm-hmm. How are things with you, Kath? Uh, they're just fine. Uh, it's It seems foreboding outside and has all day, mm-hmm. uh, but it's very warm. It's very nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I was happy to uh, go outside. I got. I finally got my compost bin hey, set up. Hey, congratulations on that. I even sent you video proof of uh-huh. it earlier yeah, today. Yeah, yeah. No. I don't want to be flying the ointment, <laughs> but I see that compost bin. Aren't you worried about rats? Uh, well, you're not putting anything in there that's, you know, you're not putting any meat or bones or in there. You're only putting vegetables and, you know, stuff like that. You're not putting any dairy in there. It's not like you're putting cottage cheese in your compost bin. I mean, I've never had a compost bin, mm-hmm. so I, I don't know what to expect. But but yeah. I see that, like you know, you're essentially it's not like cheese is going in there. You're putting garbage outside. I I don't know. But only certain kinds of garbage. Yeah. Yeah. What? So you're worried that it's too I close just, to the I house? don't know anything about it. So mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, you know, people in the know about compost heaps, they know it won't attract wild animals. Well, John, we're going to find out because yes. this is my first experience with mm-hmm. composting. You're right. So will it like? All winter long, you just keep on adding it at, and then yep. in the springtime, you're going to go out there. You have to like go with a shovel and turn it over. You have once to turn a month? it over once a month. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a Doug Oster thing, isn't it? It is a Doug Oster uh-huh. thing. He talked me into it. Gardeningwithdoug.com. Very nice. All right. So if it doesn't work out, that's who I'm blaming. No, no, no. I feel I, good about it. I'm sure there are millions of people in this country there who are, compost. And listen, all I can think of is there. I, I just get rid of. I throw so much stuff away. From my coffee grounds to my apple peels to right. you know the inside bits of my lettuce to celery all and all that it's just it's such a waste. So, so why that, don't I just put it out there? So then, in your kitchen, do you have to have a compost like a separate? I thing? I just keep a little thing. Right. I mean, I've been doing it for almost five months already. Mm-hmm. I just haven't had the bin you know surrounding it. Right. Okay. So there's a lot out there already. Congratulations. Thank you so much. I, a, I feel I like I'm starting out on yeah, a new very nice. A new trajectory, John. Excellent. I salute mm-hmm. you. Today's day one. A day that will live in infamy. No. Right? Yeah. Let's not liken it to that. All right. Anyway, uh, let's take a look at the news today, as we always do, Kath. You present us with the uh, four news stories of the day. To. So without further ado, please give us the top four at four. For Wednesday, December 7th, 2022, number one. 
Over the past three years, John, uh, China's top leader, Xi Jinping, staked his legitimacy on zero COVID. Do you remember that? I sure right? do. We're not going to have shut any. Shut it down, he said. We're going to absolutely zero. shut it down. There was a people's war mm-hmm. against the coronavirus. Shut it down. But today, in a remarkable pivot, the Chinese government announced a broad rollback of those rules, a concession to public discontent after mass street protests broke out. But here's the thing. He's not, and nor is the government, saying that they have changed their tactics based on protests of course they're not saying that right Public pressure. right they're saying um it's uh it's something that they were already planning on doing and so this is just the time that okay. it was always set to occur Good. well that's silly face-saving measure they're calling it a planned transition anyway uh according to the new york times the biggest problem they're going to have at this point though is how low their vaccination rates are we talked a couple days ago on our, on our show about how they've invested so much time and energy and manpower in keeping zero COVID that only 40% of their people aged 80 and over are even vaccinated. And apparently the vaccines are not our vaccines right, right. and are less effective. Right. But there are people who, you know, don't want a vaccine, don't need a vaccine. So we'll see if uh, immunity, this is the sort of the well, petri listen, dish. Well, listen, if they were trying to do zero COVID, I'm pretty sure they're not going to be concerned about forcing people to get a vaccine. Right, exactly. All right. We kind of, well, you, you can't trust the Chinese government for authentic transparency. No, communication. No, no, you certainly can't. So we'll see what happens. Number two. Police have arrested at least 25 people tied to an alleged right-wing extremist plot to overthrow Germany's government. The group targeted in about 130 raids across Germany was described by prosecutors as being influenced by QAnon conspiracy theories and espousing a doctrine similar to QAnon here in the U.S. The group is called Reichsberger. Um, apparently, the investigator's trail, and I'm reading from CBS News, um, leads to a member of a former German royal family as the purported figurehead um, of particular concern to the government is that former members of Germans military special forces were involved now only 25 people were detained but they've accused around 50 men and women of forming a terrorist organization check this out with the intent of eliminating the constitutional order of the Federal Republic of Germany and establishing a new state modeled on the German Reich of 1871 wow. number three An American passenger on an Antarctic cruise died and four other guests were injured after their Viking ship was struck by a rogue wave. Did you read about this? Yes, I did. Mm -hmm. So what's a rogue wave? Well, a rogue wave is a wave that is, hold on, greater than twice the size of surrounding waves. Mm. Okay. And are considered very unpredictable, according to the National Ocean Service. Uh, The incident I'm speaking of happened yesterday around 1040 p.m. um, when the... Polaris ship, which is run by the Viking company, was sailing toward Argentina. Uh, The passenger killed was a U.S. citizen. Several people uh, did receive other significant injuries. A Californian by the name of Beverly Spiker told ABC News that a huge smash against the window of her and her husband's cabin caused the window frame to break. Susie Gooding of North Carolina said that despite the conditions looking horrible outside, inside everything seemed fine until she felt a sudden shudder of the ship Mm. and the first thought she had was did we hit an iceberg yeah thanks yeah anyway um that's from abc news you can find out more information there and number four pittsburghers who love disneyland beaches and sunshine can rejoice because pittsburgh international airport is getting a brand new non-stop flight this one to orange county in southern california and that is your top four at four 
Really? So is this a, a discount carrier? Stop. Uh, Breeze Airways. <laughs> Sounds kind of a little shaky. I don't know. Breeze Airways. Yeah, starting March 31st, mm-hmm. uh, you can fly to Orange County Direct, which I've flown to Orange County Many, many, many times, and direct is as oh. far from my reality yeah. as I can You're tell right. you. I've had South two Carolina, stops, Atlanta. A couple times I had four stops. Kansas I mean, City, it was crazy, right? right. Galveston, um, Newark, which is mm. the rest, the best thing when you are flying the wrong right. way. Anyway, uh, that's going to start March 31st. Breeze will operate Orange County flights on Mondays and Fridays year-round. It'll be the first time Pittsburgh has had direct access to Orange County since 2003. Fabulous. Okay, let's hope a number of people want to go I on the wanna, direct flight. I'm ready to sign up. And keep it going, right? It looks as though there's this new surge of airlines operating in unused or underused routes, which is a good sign for the for Pittsburgh. I think so, too. When's the new airport open up, I wonder? Well, all I know is they're working on it. I yeah. don't know... I don't know when the target date is. Which seems kind of weird, isn't it? Because the old airport is not really an old airport. I mean, it's it's probably 30 years old. It, it To be honest with you, it seems fine. It's whatever, yeah. But what, uh, apparently, I don't. 1993. 93, uh-huh. So it's kind of like the Three River Stadium of airports. Yeah, I guess. There's so once, you get, once you get to a, cer- a certain, you know age, then you absolutely have to tear it down. Well, it was too large, right? Once U.S. Air left, then, you know, there were whole sections of the airport that weren't used. Is that why they're doing it? I think so. They're going to downsize a little bit, right? Okay, Okay, we'll take a quick break, come back. We're going to talk about private concessions. That's next. 101.5 WORD. When God created us, he had a purpose for our lives. I'm Alan Jackson. I have the privilege of joining you each weekday to open our Bibles together. The Bible tells us that God has made us what we are. And in our union with Christ Jesus, he has created us for a life of good deeds, which he has already prepared for us to do. Join me and let's see what God has for us today. A fresh look at scripture, weekday mornings at 930, Alan Jackson Ministries on 101.5 WORD. If you are 65 or older, you know this, watching your hard-earned dollars fly out the window on health care costs is frustrating. Well, here's something that can really help, and it's worth taking a minute to look into. MediShare 65 Plus. MediShare is a community of Christians who share each other's health care bills, and it really is a community, too. People encourage and pray for each other. Well, MediShare 65 Plus is a low-cost option for those with Medicare Parts A and B, and it fills in the gaps where Medicare stops. It's a great way to fight inflation, too. You can lock in one low monthly price for up to 10 years. And it's easy. You can use any Medicare-approved doctor or get 24-7 telehealth access from the comfort of your home. Very worth looking into during Medicare open enrollment, which ends December 7th. If you join right now, your second month share will be free. So don't miss this chance. Call 833-SHARE-55. That's 833-SHARE-55. 833-SHARE-55. MyPillow is excited to bring you the biggest bedding sale ever just in time for Christmas. Hey, it's John Hall. Get the Giza Dream bed sheets for as low as $29.98, a set of pillowcases for only $9.98, and rejuvenate your bed with a MyPillow mattress topper for as low as $99.99. They also have blankets in a variety of sizes, colors, and styles. They even have blankets for your pets. Get duvets, quilts, down comforters, body pillows, bolster pillows, and so much more, all with the biggest discounts ever. They're also extending their money-back guarantee for Christmas until March 1st, 2023, making them the perfect gifts for your friends, your family, everyone you know. 
So go to MyPillow.com, use promo code WORD, or call 800-391-0954. You'll get huge discounts on all MyPillow bedding products, including the Giza Dream bed sheets for as low as $29.98. And get all your shopping done now while quantities last. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. Revival Today Church presents Celebrate the King, a free Christmas event for you and your family. With musical guests Uche Agu, Ron Canoli, Karen Sheard, and Jekyllin Carr, featuring the Revival Today Mass Choir. In addition, there will be a word from Pastor Jonathan Shuttlesworth. You don't want to miss this free event Saturday, December 17th at the Montour Junction Sports Complex. Doors open at 6. Sign up today at rtcregister.com. Bless me, Father. For I have sinned. As a Catholic schoolboy, I entered into the sacrament of confession. And it, it, I'm surprised oftentimes when I talk to my brothers and sisters who are in other Christian faiths that uh, confession is something that is mysterious or certainly not used. So Eric Andre is here with us today. Eric is the campus pastor from Lutheran Student Fellowship. Also, he is a pastor at First Trinity Lutheran Church in the North Oakland neighborhood. Here today to talk to us about private confession and absolution. Eric, welcome back. Hey, it's great to be with you guys. How are you? Real, real good. Yeah, how are you doing? I'm I'm doing well. Eric, I feel like when we talk about confession, um, a segment of our listening audience thinks, well, that's just what Catholics do. Yeah. Well, um, hopefully every Christian confesses their sins, right? Yeah. I mean, I, when I talk about private confession and absolution, I often begin by asking, do we have to confess our sins? Do you confess your sins? And if someone says, no, no, I really don't confess my sins, obviously there's an issue. Now, it take, can take different forms. Uh, I imagine that all Christians uh, confess their sins in <laughs> prayer to God. It's written in there, right in the Lord's Prayer, the prayer that our Lord himself gave us. We ask the Lord to forgive us our trespasses. We confess our sins to others if we have sinned directly against someone. We should certainly apologize and and seek their forgiveness. But then some churches also retain an ancient practice uh, of uh, corporate confession and absolution, which actually is, I, I said ancient, that's relatively new in the history of the church when private confession fell fell into disuse among a lot of Protestants. And, um, but it didn't have to fall into disuse. And it's interesting, I think today, if you go and look at most of the agendas, most of the like altar books uh, that pastors have and pastoral care companions, it's in there, Uh, but it's been neglected. It's fallen into disuse, as I said, for a variety of reasons. And I I don't know, we have time to go into all that today. Maybe we'll touch on a few of those things, but. I, I myself, I'm, I'm a, you know, I've been a Lutheran since infancy. Um, Martin Luther said that, um, and his reform, fellow reformers said that uh, private confession should not be wickedly allowed to fall into disuse. He said, when I urge you to go to confession, I'm simply urging you to be a Christian. Well, it promptly fell into disuse pretty quickly. I think one reason was Luther and the reformers didn't require it. They certainly didn't require enumeration of all your sins. Um, they saw it as a gift uh, that should be offered freely and that faith would embrace. Mm-hmm. But through 
periods of rationalism, through periods where individualism was emphasized more over against the sacramental and ministerial nature of the church. And simply because it wasn't required, human nature as being what it is, it fell into disuse. So I grew up as a Lutheran, never even thinking about private confession. And I'm, and I'm the son of a Lutheran pastor who's the best pastor I know and the greatest guy in the world, my dad. And, you know, but I don't, he, he probably taught it, he probably mentioned it, but it probably for me went in one year and out the other. And as Kathy said, I probably thought, oh, it's something my, my Roman Catholic friends do. You know, that's what my buddy Joe does down at Sacred Heart Parish in Jeanette, but we don't do that here. I never even thought about it really. And my senior year at Valparaiso, a Lutheran University in Northwest Indiana, um, I wanted to talk to my campus pastor. And uh, I, I made an appointment with him because I was burdened with guilt. Uh, I was dealing with uh, my sin and you know my shame and guilt uh, over a number of things uh, towards the end of my senior year. And I, w I just made an appointment to see him, just to talk, you know, to talk and to pray and get pastoral advice. And, and honestly, I'll never forget it. And it's, I, I always get choked up. I, I come in and we sit there and I, you know, I'm pouring out my heart. I'm telling him what my problems are. I'm telling him my sins. I'm telling him the shameful things I've done. And we're sitting in his study and he stands up and he puts his hand on my head. And he says, Eric, in the stead and by the command of my Lord Jesus Christ, I forgive you all your sins in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. And I was just blown away. Yeah. I mean, it it felt like he had taken a thousand pounds, a ton of guilt, and just lifted it off. Mm -hmm. I, I just, I, I left his study. I left the chapel, walked out, and the sun was shining, and the birds were singing, literally and figuratively. And I, I felt, and I was a new man. Mm -hmm. I know, I knew that he had spoken with the authority given to him by our Lord. And that that forgiveness that he spoke was God's forgiveness. And of course, intellectually, theoretically, I knew that before I went in there. I knew the scriptures. I knew God's forgiveness. I knew what Christ accomplished on Calvary. But I needed to hear it specifically told to me for those specific sins. I needed to hear that external voice, not just myself trying to convince me. I know God loves, convince myself. I know God loves me. I, you know, we need... Dietrich Bonhoeffer says in Life Together, a book many of your listeners, I'm sure, have read, and I'm sure you've read. Dietrich Bonhoeffer says, the word of God in my own mouth and in my own mind can be weak. The word of God in the mouth of a brother in another is strong. Mm -hmm. And that, for me, was honestly life-changing. Yeah. And it's been a part of my ministry ever since to, to parishioners and students that I've served, encouraging them to come to confession, encouraging them to avail themselves of this gospel-centered good news saturated liberating voice of, of 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 the lord for for their specific burdens that they carry that's it and to me eric that's the key phrase the specific burden your specific sins mm -hmm. that you have said out loud to a brother in christ and the process of someone saying your sins have been forgiven go and sin no more and that buoyancy, which I've experienced as well, I mean, it's priceless. There is something about those moments all strung together that give you new life in Jesus. There's something about naming it, the specificity, as we said, out loud, um, so that it gets out from under the cloak of hiding the shame and the darkness, yep. where we groan and sigh under the burdens, as a psalmist says, you know, 
But then when I confessed my transgression, when I spoke it, then the Lord responds with his mercy. And we hear it, not just as a theory, not just as something we've memorized, but spoken in the flesh and blood, in the incarnational office of the ministry through that pastor to us. Okay, so then, Eric, sorry, so then this confession and absolution that was given to you as a surprise, right, even though you knew this, right, it was a surprise, and now you're offering your parishioners that same gift. When you bring this up in that context, is it received or is it poked at with a stick like, this is unusual for me? Well, it's a little bit of both. Um, I mean, certainly, honestly, the majority of, of Lutherans still don't go to confession. Again, we don't require. But there has been over the in my ministry, over my 20 years in the ministry, but even in the last 30, maybe 40 years in, in our Lutheran circles. And, I, and frankly, I think broadly speaking in Protestant circles, there's been a growth in the recognition of this gift. And I, I've seen it in terms of numbers, in terms of the number of people that come and how frequently they come, especially among my students, frankly. It's interesting, the younger generations, uh, really, there's some who just hunger and thirst for it and then make it a regular part of their of their huh. discipline, their Christian disciplines, fasting, prayer, going to confession, going to church, uh, receiving the Lord's Supper. It, it just becomes a part of it. And, and I think for some people, another hurdle, you know, we talked about why people don't come. And I think another hurdle, I mean, it can be intimidating because A, for most of them, it's new. It's something they've never done before. B, it's hard to say in front of someone else the terrible things you've done. Mm-hmm. But I remind people, God knows already. The one the one in a way who, uh, whom we should be most ashamed to admit these things is the Holy Lord. But he's also the one who knows and who is the most merciful. And I tell people, anything you tell me, listen, I'm your fellow sinner. I've either already done it myself also, or I've thought about doing it. So there, there's you. I will not be shocked, dismayed, disappointed, or think less of it. If anything, I would, I will be encouraged by the courage it takes to do this the first the first time or two. I also think some people think that the rite, the, the actual ritual itself, is is maybe long or, or difficult. It's a simple, brief rite that most churches use. For most people, it, it takes five you know, five minutes. It can take whatever time it needs to take. The person maybe wants some burden. The pastor adds some exhortation, uh, you know. But it's not long. It's not burdensome. And then thirdly, I think, or maybe it's fourthly, I forget what point I'm on. I think, I think some people, of course, are worried about who's going to find out. Well, no one is going to find out. It's completely confidential. I don't talk to anyone about what is confessed or even who comes. It's, it's complete, I, that is part of my ordination vows. And any pastor worth his salt will not reveal any, divulge any of this to anyone. The Lord hears it. The pastor hears it. And then the absolution, which is the main point of confession, the absolution of forgiveness, that buries it. That casts it into the sea. That removes it as far as east is from west. It's not there anymore. How am I going to remember it? It's gone. It's gone. I love it. The Reverend Eric Andre is with us, campus pastor, Lutheran Student Fellowship of Pittsburgh, and also at First Trinity Lutheran Church in the North Oakland section of town. Eric, it's very interesting to me that you said that people who are currently college students or in younger generations are um, seeking out spiritual disciplines, uh, in particular confession. And it made me think that that really goes against the narrative we read about current culture. You know, a lot of social media culture is you be you. 
like however you can express yourself, however, whatever decisions you make for yourself, your sexuality, your future, you don't have to consult your parents. You don't have to answer to any church. You should just, you know, go as far as you possibly can to be an individual. Yeah. I think sooner or later, and I see among a lot of the students I serve that it's sooner, they, they realize that this doesn't work. It doesn't work in the long run. Uh, of course, we want people to be authentic. Of course, we want to affirm everyone's human dignity, their aspirations, their their talents and their abilities. But we all recognize at some point we can't do it on our own. I, I'm, I'm damaged goods. Uh, you know, and, and the pandemic that we've come through has just exacerbated and highlighted our own individual shortcomings, our loneliness, our, our, our anxiety, our panic. Um, our fears, uh, our, our the, the mortality of our bodies, the weaknesses of the flesh, all of this. And I think the students are faced with this. And coming out of the pandemic, I see even more growth of this, the, the need for community. And private confession, though it's one-on-one, is actually part of the broader community. Because the sin, my sin, infects the community. And if I keep quiet about it, and if I don't talk to anyone about it, it's going to fester and grow like a cancer. But if I can come for the cure. If I can hear that word, then, then there's healing. That's the healing balm. And I, and I think, you know, I think students, I, I don't know. I just think they recognize, I think they recognize their brokenness in a way. And I, and I, and I, and I think this is true for all of us. I mean, there are generational differences, but in the end, we are all sinners. And when confronted by our own failures and mortality, when confronted by God's law, uh, an honest person recognizes it and, and seeks help. And I think for many people, they don't even know this help is here. And I would just encourage, you know, those brother pastors who are out there who maybe this is not a practice that they're familiar with, you know, talk, talk to church leaders, talk to your, you know, the hierarchy, find the resources. They're probably there in your books. Offer it to people. You will find it liberating for your people and invigorating for yourself. And, And it's the gospel. It's not about, you know, from the, I can speak from the Lutheran perspective. And I think it's, it's a gospel perspective. It's not about adding penance, things that they have to do to earn this forgiveness. That's been earned for, for us by Christ on Calvary. It's it's not about digging up deep. You're not digging up dirt. You're not a private detective. It's simply about hearing the confession and speaking the absolution. If you have, if there's a right in one of your books, use it. If you don't have a right, it can be simple. You can just say, confess your sins, read a word of scripture, and then tell them, and, you know, by God's grace, you are forgiven and, and offer regular times for it. That's also encourages people to do it. Say, I'm going to be here before the service Sunday morning, half an hour in the vestry or in the sanctuary or in my study. Uh, come, come to me. At the beginning, people won't come. But after a while, they'll trickle in, and, and those that do will be greatly benefited by it. Fabulous. I love it, Eric. Thank you so much for this. This is a good word about penance and absolution. Uh, Eric, before you leave us, talk to us uh, for a second about uh, First Trinity Lutheran in the, uh, the Oakland neighborhood. Well, you know, like everyone else, we're in the midst of the Advent season and, and, and uh, you know, preparing ourselves to celebrate the Lord's first coming, his coming among us now in word and sacrament and his coming at the end of time. And so we have additional services for us midweek on Wednesdays at seven and continue with the divine service every Sunday morning at 11. The semester's coming to close for our students, but it's been a wonderful semester here. And, you know, I'm always, always just blessed by God to be, to be a campus pastor and to be, to be with my students. So, Pray for us at First Journey. Pray for students as they travel during Christmas break. Uh, and uh, and pray for John and Kathy and their wonderful work they do with this uh, program. You're very kind. Pastor Eric Andre, First Trinity Lutheran Church in the North Oakland neighborhood. Eric, Merry Christmas to you. Thank you. 
diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit porky, and you may even have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-333-1750. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes, are overweight, or have high blood pressure. Term Provider has helped thousands of people like you who think they can't afford term life insurance. To buy a million dollars of affordable term life for you, all you need to do is call Big Lou at 800-333-1750. Lou will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor. Call 800-333-1750. Big Lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He's on meds, too. Call 800-333-1750. 800-333-1750. I remember getting dumped in fourth grade. On Tuesday, I was heartbroken. By Thursday, I had met a much nicer friend. In high school, I remember mom not letting me go on a dude's trip over Christmas. I was crushed. Till they all got food poisoning on day one and spent the whole trip not Christmasing. It's Ryan. And the weird point I'm trying to make is... Sometimes a positive can come from a negative. Currently, mortgage interest rates are up a bit, but one good thing is coming from it. Home prices are a little less crazy and not flying off the market quite as fast. We're seeing a lot of listeners who are taking advantage and finally buying the home they've wanted. Yes, rates may be higher at first, but their strategy is to find a dream home today while they can and refinance tomorrow when things finally settle. They've already dropped in ounces of late. If that's you, we've got a direct lender advantage that can often save you money and a $1,000 lender credit at closing. We are United Faith Mortgage. United Mortgage Court, Melbourne, New York. And a number 1330. Pennsylvania Department of Banking and Securities. Mortgage Lender License 22672. If you've ever read anything by the Puritans or other fathers of the faith, you know that their reverence for God was deep and profound. You can incorporate their prayers into your own worship time using the devotional Be Thou My Vision. This is a beautiful hardcover book that presents prayers, catechisms, and creeds from throughout the centuries in an easy-to-read daily format. Request a copy from Truth For Life at truthforlife.org slash donate. Hi, I'm Kyle, and my company is Blindster.com. I started Blindster in 2010 to provide custom blind shades and shutters at affordable prices. Our blinds are easy to install and shipping is free. Don't hire an expensive professional. Do it yourself and save big at Blindster.com. 101.5 WORDFM Pittsburgh. On your smart speaker by saying, play the word Pittsburgh. And on your phone via the Word FM mobile app, iHeart, TuneIn, and Odyssey. We'll see mostly cloudy skies for tonight. Expect a nighttime low of 40. Tomorrow, cloudy skies with a high of 45. Overcast tomorrow night with a low of 36. Mostly cloudy Friday. It'll be breezy with a bit of rain in the afternoon. We'll reach a high Friday of 43. For Saturday, expect low clouds. We'll reach a high Saturday of 44. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. Well, the culture wars continue to rage on. This from today's Washington Post. A restaurant in Richmond last week canceled a reservation for a private event being held by a conservative Christian organization citing the group's opposition to same-sex marriage and abortion rights. Quote, we have always refused service to anyone for making our staff uncomfortable or unsafe. 
and this was the driving force behind our decisions. What was what uh, the, what was the organization? It was the Family Research Council. The uh, group is the Family Foundation. The Family Foundation. Mm-hmm. It was set to host a dessert reception for supporters on November 30th. The group's president, Victoria Cobb, wrote in a blog post describing the incident about an hour and a half before the event was slated to start. <laughs> Wow. One of the restaurant's owners called to cancel it. As as our vice president of operations explained, the guests were arriving at the restaurant shortly. She asked for an explanation. Cobb wrote, sure enough, an employee looked up our organization and their wait staff refused to serve us. Now, look, uh, I worked in a restaurant as a kid for a long time. Mm -hmm. Never, ever was anyone refused service. And never, ever was... Look, there's a lot of crazy stuff that goes on in a restaurant. I'm sure you felt unsafe more than once. (laughs) I mean, not really. People, you know, can act out in a restaurant like they can act out anywhere. But I don't believe that any place I ever worked refused people service an hour and a half in advance after booking booking an event probably months in advance. You have to have be pretty economically viable and to be able to cancel an event like that well, that you've purchased all the food for already with an hour and a half to go. Yeah, I would guess so, right? Um, so people- that's really that's really poor business. Here so you know I'm thinking about of course the the legal issues that have been before the Supreme Court which I don't I'm no I'm not a legal mind yeah. nor am I particularly well read on these cases. But you know we had uh the Jack Phillips uh you know masterpiece cake shop case. Um, Yesterday is before the Supreme Court for the woman who said the graphic designer. Right, I'm d- doing websites and uh, right. I'm not comfortable doing it for same-sex couples. Right, whatever. Okay, but here's the thing: both of the so, I guess what I'm asking is, what's the difference? Yes. So, so what I think from the Jack Phillips case and for her case is that it's uh, it's their artistic product. Here's what they say. Legal experts say that neither of these uh, are apt apologies or apt analogies. The idea that, um, you know, in the 50s and 60s, black customers weren't served. Right? People are making that sort of analogy. Uh, while it's illegal to discriminate against someone because of their race or religion, the restaurant's refusal had to do with the group's Prior actions, says Elizabeth Sepper, a professor at the University of Texas, quote, it's about the overall position and policies the group has taken. It's not about Christian versus non-Christian. According to the ACLU, um, people um, have protected uh, from being refused service because of their affiliations or ideology in the past. If you own a private enterprise, you can refuse service. No shoes, no shirt, no No service. service. That kind of same thing. So she's saying it's not because they're Christians; it's because of the actions that they have taken right, in the right, past. Exactly. Well, I that that still doesn't. So I then, mean, is there a litmus test for you as you I book mean, a that table? Has to be a discrimination issue. I don't know. I mean, I, so making a cake or the graphic designer—that's artistic property, right? Yeah. So that would be considered advocacy. Well, this one of the things that they've talked about in the cases, I believe. With this one, it's there's there's no art. There's no artistic license that's taken. Right. It's an ideology or it's a belief system. Right. So then that that would have to be a discrimination thing. I mean, we'd have to have a lawyer to come on to talk about it. I'm the least capable person of being able to assess that in a a sense. But it seems ridiculous. Well, come on. You seriously? I mean, someone, they felt what? Uncomfortable uncomfortable or unsafe. unsafe. Really? 
They're having that, a piece of you know cake what? at an that's event. What, that's what we've done to each other. We have we have just coddled one another to the point where we can't stand to be in the room with someone who thinks something different than we do. Yep. It's look, just, I mean, seriously, look, again. Uh, look, uh, be confident in who you are. And if someone in the room with you doesn't think that you are who you are, stand up taller and be who you are. And don't say that person's making me feel less than you're hired as a waiter or I mean, a bartender grief. it's not like some sort of you know litmus test on the culture and what your belief system is as you're this being is served your chicken being, this is going to be litigated i can feel it oh yeah probably so i mean the family foundation should just bow their heads and say i'm going to get on with it instead of you're going to you're just going to make things worse and everyone's going to, I are, think so. And well, everyone's going to look bad in the if end. The, if this comes up more often, then you're going to wish someone handled it, right? 101.5 WORD. Everywhere you go, anywhere you go, Word FM goes with you. That's because we're no longer trapped inside a radio. We're now everywhere you are. And you carry us around in your pocket. We're ubiquitous. There's an app for that, right? On TuneIn, on iHeart, on our own app, on WordFM.com. The iPhone. The iPhone. The iPhone. The iPhone. On your iPad, iPhone, and Android. We're always with you because we're inside your pocket. Whatever you do, don't lose us. 101.5 WORD. Crossroads Ministries presents a night to celebrate the season with acclaimed crossover vocalist and songwriter Charles Billingsley. Enjoy a sweet night of great music and dessert. December 15th or 16th, it's Christmas time again with Charles Billingsley, former lead vocalist with Grammy-nominated new song at Crossroads Ministries in Finleyville. Tickets just $20. Get yours now at crsmin.com. Train up a child in the way they should go. Well, you know the rest. It's a calling you take very seriously as a Christian parent. And Trinity Christian School in Forest Hills seeks to honor your commitment by working together with parents to prepare students who are academically sound and spiritually ready to take their place in the world through a classical approach to education that helps build a faith from which they will never depart. Trinity Christian School, one of the top K-12 schools in Allegheny County at trinitychristian.net. If you are 65 or older, you know this. Watching your hard-earned dollars fly out the window on health care costs is frustrating. Well, here's something that can really help, and it's worth taking a minute to look into. MediShare 65 Plus. MediShare is a community of Christians who share each other's health care bills, and it really is a community, too. People encourage and pray for each other. Well, MediShare 65 Plus is a low-cost option for those with Medicare Parts A and B, and it fills in the gaps where Medicare stops. It's a great way to fight inflation, too. You can lock in one low monthly price for up to 10 years. And it's easy. You can use any Medicare-approved doctor or get 24-7 telehealth access from the comfort of your home. Very worth looking into during Medicare open enrollment, which ends December 7th. If you join right now, your second month share will be free. So don't miss this chance. Call 833-SHARE-55. That's 833-SHARE-55. 833-SHARE-55. Your local radio stations are here for you. No subscriptions or monthly fees necessary. We're here to give you the news, weather, and traffic you need and the music you love. But if the foreign-owned record labels get their way, it could stop the music. They want Congress to force radio stations to pay them more money simply to play their music. Don't let radio go silent. Text LOCAL to 52886 and tell Congress to protect local radio stations. This message furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters. 
It's no secret that holidays are stressful. Last year, the American Psychiatric Association polled 2,000 adults. 41% of those polled reported an increase in worrying during the holiday season. This year, 31% that they expected to feel even more stressed than they did in 2021. The reasons are plentiful. Social obligations, gift-giving woes, family tensions, travel, financial concerns, and the list goes on and on. So we saw a piece in the New York Times. They ask a, a group of experts for a few solutions to the holiday stressors. And they have collated a lot of really good points. Some wise people. I think so, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, oh. I wouldn't recommend everybody's article about how to actually enjoy the holidays, but I think this one's pretty good. So they say, first, as you look at your holidays, mm-hmm. determine what is important. Yeah, I like that. So looking at your calendar, I, you know, I've been doing this lately and I feel really good about it. Mm-hmm. Um, people have asked me to do some things and I I actually have been looking and saying I just I can't fit that in before Christmas. But instead of just saying no, if it's something important, I've started making appointments for January mm-hmm. with people. Um, I think that that's really a sign of health on my part because I tend to just get super overcommitted at Christmas. And Too much going on. that is just a nice way to say, you know what, I really do need to leave these next two weeks open. Um, but let's, but I think this is important. So let's schedule it for January. Yep. I think now here's another thing. The article said, think about previous year's patterns to help you decide what feels right. So, wow, I was a crazy person last year. I don't want to do that. again, or, And I don't want to do that again. Or ask a loved one, whether your schedule looks manageable. Oh, okay. Yeah, the schedule thing. All right. I mean, who wants to spend the last, you know, the last few weeks before Christmas or New Year's as well, just running around like a crazy person to please everybody, right? You it's want to have hard. an enjoyable time, do yeah. you not? You do want to have an enjoyable time, but part of the the difficulty about the holiday is that it involves loved ones, and all those loved ones have expectations. Just yesterday, my husband said to me, "You know, we we're." Uh, we're talking about Christmas. And he said, you know, I never, uh, I, I always tried to kind of stay in the background on Christmas because when your parents were alive, they had so many expectations for you at Christmas mm-hmm. and you were not able to say no to that. And so no matter how little our kids were or what craziness was going on in my job or whatever, I just acquiesced. always did that. Mm-hmm. And he just realized early on in our marriage, that was like a fight that it wasn't worth having because I and it's a wise man. Yeah, I think it was. And I don't know psychologically how I would have been able to navigate that if he did make a big deal out of it. <laughs> I don't know. Right, right. Yeah. And especially, you know, your case is probably indicative of a lot of people. You've got family in town and family far afield as well. Right. So, I mean, heck, we've driven to South Dakota for Christmas. No kidding. In snowstorms. <laughs> I mean, so you're trying to, you know, have a good time and please everybody, but man, that's a heck of a stretch, right? So whether you're going to Lancaster or New Jersey to see family. Or you're going to South Dakota. Right. You got to fit people in. Right. And it's fun. I want to be with people. It is fun. It is fun. But I don't want to be crazy. Okay. Uh, Another thing um, that the New York Times talks about in this article is reminding yourself that family gatherings are not the time to fix anyone. No. 
You're together. Wait, how long are you together, like on Christmas Day? Say the family gets together. Six hours, eight hours. We do a whole hours. day thing. So maybe it's 14 hours for us or okay. whatever it is. Well, that's a long time. It is a long time. But <laughs> that's long longer time. than normal. Yeah. Not everybody does that. So a lot can come up in 14 hours. But, you know, for the average person, you're doing six hours max. Certainly everyone can get along for six hours and you can avoid politics, past hurts, Okay, slights. but here's the thing. You're face-to-face with your beloved family member, yeah. and you know what's been going on with them, and so people tend to say, okay, this is my moment. What? I'm going to bring up X. No, no, that's bad news. Don't blow up the party. Don't blow up people's lives for the sake of you making but you a say, point well, I'm try- and being right. But you say, well, I'm just trying to help. No, you're not trying to help. You're just making things worse. You really are. I, I think about this. With your family, how many more times in your family's lifespan Will you get together with your family? Mm. 20, yeah, you don't know. 30, 40? This could be the last it one could for be. all we know. So what? You want to end on a bad note because right. you wanted to be right? You want to make a point? I mean, time is precious. And especially for the larger extended family, you think about how many times you're going to get together. Maybe not that many more times. So you want to be the jerk who kind of goes, oh, I'm going to make a point here and tell you what you did in the past that was wrong. Or your candidate X is wrong. And let me tell you why that should be right. Ask yourself, is there any chance of changing hearts or minds? Most likely, no. So then there's no point in what? doing it. Okay, Just... now listen to this. This is great. I'm going to quote this. If you are lured, L-U-R-E-D, lured into an, a heated debate or stressful family situation, try to embrace the strategy of underreactivity. Mm. That's very fine. Instead of responding immediately, observe what your loved ones are doing and how you're feeling, kind of like you're a researcher watching your family's interactions. Yeah. I think that's actually really good advice. I think it is. Like, step out of yourself and try to, like, analyze what's going on and take the emotion out of it. There's a difference between, in you know, in your th- thoughts alone, whatever you're thinking, those dark thoughts about those people that you have a disagreement with. There's a difference between those thoughts and then when you step in front of that person and you look in each other in the eye, how you see each other. Right. I would think that hearts and minds would melt a little bit face to face, eye to eye. That's one thing that, you know, the COVID did. It built I- up walls. Now we're back together again. Maybe those walls are going to be torn down. Maybe. Maybe. Or, or I'm telling you, people are going to see a loved one and say, this is my moment to say the thing I haven't been able to say for the not, last three years. Okay, listen to this. Even if you're for, and we're reading from the article, How to Manage Holiday Stress and Anxiety in today's New York Times. If you're fortunate enough to have time off, your mind may still churn with work deadlines. This happens with me every Christmas, right, or every holiday or whatever, and you think about that person I need to call or that email I need to send or whatever. If you find yourself unable to relax, says the Times, just set your out-of-office reply and give yourself a little grace as you get used to not working, okay? Dr. Neil Barnett recommended a quick exercise. Tense your muscles for 30 seconds, then exhale and release the tension. You're an expert at this, John, Mm -hmm. because you've practiced this for a long time, right? If a concern pops up, I do this religiously. Think about it when vacation's over, but you have to put a note in your phone or send yourself an email to remind you to do it. But that gets it out of the churning process. Like if there's something I know I have to do, I'll set a reminder on my phone or send myself an email, and then I can kind of forget about it when I'm in the middle of something like a party. or. What's the Oxford word of the year? The goblin... A goblin mode. I mean, set aside a day for goblin mode. For goblin mode. You guys picked on me.
on me for goblin mode yesterday. Both of you. Yeah. I was talking about watching 1899, the Netflix show. Uh, I watched eight hours of it in two days. That's a lot. With my children. And both of you were like, how could you do that? Didn't you feel like a waste product? Well, right. <laughs> both of you were like uh, that. Sorry. In retrospect. Well, I, you were I, with you, family then. That was not right. as bad. Well, no. did you think that I was like doing alone. this alone in a yeah, dark room? Right. Yeah. With a bag of peanuts. Right. You know. Just, and oh. some plain yogurt. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Which is better than you think. Well, I don't know. I mean, if you're going to goblin mode, you might as well just, you know, have a bag of chocolate. We didn't even get a chance to talk about office parties. All right. Oh, office parties. Oh, we're having one here. Maybe we'll what? do that in Wait, five o'clock office hour. parties. Management wants us to bring a baby photo. What the heck That's is going on sign. there? Bad sign. Bad sign. There's still time for business owners to claim their federal aid under the Employee Retention Tax Credit Program. Cash refunds of up to $26,000 per employee are available for employers who continue to pay their employees during the COVID epidemic. Many businesses qualify and simply do not know it. All business types and industries may qualify. You can claim the credit even if you received a PPP loan. This is a cash payment and not a loan and can be claimed now. The licensed CPAs and tax professionals at Ferguson, Timar and Associates have been serving business owners across the country for over 15 years. The best part is that until you receive your cash payment, you don't pay us a dime. Our tax credit specialists are available now at 833-ERC-FILE, and your tax payment estimate is quick, easy, and free. That's 833-ERC-FILE to qualify you and your business for up to $26,000 per employee of free federal aid. Call us now at 833-ERC-FILE. That's 833-ERC-FILE. My Pillow's excited to announce the original My Slippers are back in stock. Hey, it's John Hall. Last Christmas you made My Slippers the number one selling My Pillow product, and now they've added smaller sizes, larger sizes, wide sizes, and all new colors. What makes My Slippers different is the exclusive four-layer design that you're not going to find in any other slippers. My Slippers patented layers make them ultra comfortable, extremely durable, and they help relieve the stress on your feet. Wear them anytime, anywhere, and save $90 off with promo code WORD. That's only $49.98 a pair. You'll absolutely love My Slippers, and now they're also extending their 60-day money-back guarantee until March 1st, 2023, making them the best Christmas gift ever. So go to MyPillow.com, use promo code WORD, or call 800-391-0954 now. Again, use promo code WORD to save $90 on the original My Slippers. That's only $49.98 a pair. Quantities won't last long, so please order now. For most of us, it's hard to even look at. We've all seen the images of a hungry child. She can barely move because that hunger has left her exhausted, lifeless. There's a name for this. It's severe acute malnutrition. Save the Children works in poor areas and cares for the child you're thinking of right now. But they can't do it without you. Just $30 a month can help save children for less than a dollar a day whether it's providing emergency nutrition or protecting children fleeing from the war in Ukraine, or a child in need in any of the other 120 countries around the world where Save the Children works, your $30 a month can change everything for a child who's suffering. Call 888-884-4836. That's 888-884-4836. Or give online at SaveChildrenToday.org.
9-11 was a long time ago. Yeah, a long, long time ago. But the good news is that destruction, even after two-plus decades, has now riven, risen from the ashes. Because uh, yesterday, uh, there was a dedication of a new church, a Greek Orthodox church, on the footprint of the Twin, twin Towers, which, of course, we all know were devastated. The resurrection of St. Nicholas Church. And uh, it was a very small church, and now it's a little bit bigger. Um, there's icons inside the church. And when I'm reading about this, it's a, apparently it took so long because the Port Authority of New York City, the people who own the World Trade Center um, real estate, and the diocese of the Greek Orthodox Church in New York City found themselves often in court trying to navigate the complexities of allowing a religious space on this building site. Mm -hmm. And, of course, there was a lot of money involved, a lot of heartbreak. But the good news is that uh, as of yesterday, the church was consecrated, uh, faithful by the thousands who had belonged to this church for more than 100 years. Those families came together with the mayor of New York and the people from the Port Authority of New York and World Trade Center representatives a uh, religious celebration was held, and the church is up and running that again. Is, you know what? That is such great news. There are a lot of photographs from 9-11 of that church. Yep, there sure was, because the thing was devastating. Right, I remember it. Now, the cool thing is, you know, in the Orthodox perspective, icons rule, right? Mm-hmm. So there are icons inside the church that show they depict the day of the attack. Boats set sail to rescue people fleeing the destruction of the Twin Towers. Christ greeting first responders, including police officers and firefighters. Quote, this is the first icon you will ever see in the Orthodox tradition that includes contemporary scenes for the resurrection. We've never done that before in any Orthodox church in the world. Wow. Wouldn't you love to go visit that? That gave me chills. Yep. Wow. St. Nicholas price price tag, after years of construction overrun, $95 $95 million to build this church. $95 million. You're kidding me. Yeah. Uh, the architect uh, was from Greece. He was not there for the opening. He says, I'm sorry to have missed the opening. They tell me it's a jewel, and I think it is a little bit like that. It is something very small but very significant in this particular place of New York, overlooking the memorial as part of the reconstruction of Lower Manhattan. And apparently from the windows of the church, you can also see the Statue of Liberty and the bay. So fabulous. Congratulations. It is the last piece of construction at the World Trade Center site. Wow. I'm looking at the photograph right now. It's very uh, it's contemporary looking. It is. Beautiful. St. Nicholas Orthodox Church in the footprint of the the World Trade Center. Wow. Have you been back to do the memorial at the World Trade Center? Uh, I have not. I haven't either. No. Talk about. We, we talk about this all I know, the time. Like, right? I can't believe we haven't done that. Yeah. Someday. Yeah. That's what's on the bucket list. Yeah. Coming up in our five o'clock hour, a new direct flight from Pittsburgh to Southern California. Good news for people who are looking to get out west, especially perhaps in the winter months. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll talk about that after the news break. Um, Rachel Booth Smith will be with us to talk about what it means to be troubled. Not, rethle, re, not 
restless. Um, she's going to share her story of walking through cancer treatments with her daughter. Um, also, music for Advent and Christmas. Happy to welcome our friends Greg and Rebecca Sparks live mm. in the Word FM studios um, to do Christmas music uh, that you can see and enjoy and an admonition to be with them on Sunday night for their uh, only Pittsburgh concert this, this season. This is a preview in some ways. It is, is a it preview. Yeah. It is a preview. So yeah. Greg and Rebecca Sparks coming up at 540. Very nice. All that ahead. And, of course, um, we encourage you to check out our website, wordfm.com. And, of course, we're streaming online. Yeah, you can watch the show if you'd like on YouTube at The Word Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. We'll also throw in a few more things from the Times article, how to manage holiday stress and anxiety because we need as much help as we can get. Which would go back to our first guest of confession. Right? We'll confess to have a cleaner holiday season, a holiday Christmas season. Take a quick break. Right back. This is 101.5 Word FM, WORD. It's the right home with John and Kathy. On your smart speaker at wordfm.com, the Word FM app, iHeart, tune in, and on Odyssey. In your car or at home, too, at 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. You have a choice in health care. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. A remembrance in Hawaii today for those killed in Pearl Harbor 81 years ago. Julie Walker reports. About 2,400 servicemen were killed in the Pearl Harbor bombing, nearly half on the USS Arizona alone. Survivor Lou Contra, who is 101 years old, recently told the AP he's not a hero. Not us. We're not heroes. They call us heroes, but we're not. It's the ones that 2,403 men that died are the heroes, and we've got to... Honor them ahead of everybody else. His doctor told him not to travel to Pearl Harbor, so Contra says he'll watch the ceremony on TV. The bombing by the Japanese launched the U.S. into World War II. I'm Julie Walker. That ceremony earlier today in Hawaii. This is SRN News. Christmas at the Spring House in 84 means lots of activities. Although we don't look like elves, we certainly feel like Santa's helpers as we go about our daily chores. In the bake shop, we're making pie dough and pie fillings from scratch to produce the best homemade pies you've ever tasted. The favorites are raspberry, apple crumb, caramel walnut, pumpkin, and sour cherry. And we're also doing all kinds of breads and cookies for gifts or just for good eating. In the basket-making area, we're putting together wonderful country gift baskets. It's just popping full and topped with beautiful bows. We like to say they're no fluff. They're just filled with good stuff. In the smokehouse, we're smoking round the clock our own hickory-smoked hams, turkeys, and even salmon. And I almost forgot we're also making our own eggnog with fresh milk from our own cows, and it's wonderful. Throughout the Springhouse store, we're filled with country gifts that will delight the young and the young at heart. Come to the Springhouse in 84 for an old-fashioned Christmas. You're not who you were 25 years ago. Your life's more complex. People change, families change, and the law changes. This is Jay Hagerman of Abernathy & Hagerman. And a proper estate plan should keep up with those changes. 
That's why Abernathy and Hagerman presents free ongoing estate planning workshops with attorney Dan Reimer, someone who's really good at making complex concepts sound so simple, so you can protect what's yours and to ensure that your will is done. The next one's happening soon. For details and to attend, visit a-h.law. Revival Today Church presents Celebrate the King, a free Christmas event for you and your family. With musical guests Uche Agu, Ron Canoli, Karen Sheard, and Jacqueline Carr, featuring the Revival Today Mass Choir, along with a word from Pastor Jonathan Shuttlesworth. Saturday, December 17th at the Montour Junction Sports Complex. Doors open at 6. Sign up today at rtcregister.com. Meet Brad. Brad's hard at work, or at least his website is. Ever since he added live chat with Salem Surround, Brad's customers are getting their questions answered 24-7. Website purchases have gone up 35%, and they're over three times more likely to buy from him again. No bots, just real people helping real people. Live chat, one of the easiest, most affordable ways Salem Surround can increase your business while you do other things, or nothing at all. Ask us how at surroundpittsburgh.com. Turbulent times call for clear-headed insight. It's hard to come by these days, especially on TV. That's where we come in. The new Salem News Channel, the greatest collection of conservative minds, all in one place. Home to the people you trust. Dennis Prager, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Refreshingly honest, always unfiltered. Streaming free on your TV 24-7. Intelligent analysis for intelligent people. Find what you're looking for at snc.tv. That's snc.tv. We'll see mostly cloudy skies for tonight. Expect a nighttime low of 40. Tomorrow, cloudy skies with a high of 45. Overcast tomorrow night with a low of 36. Mostly cloudy Friday. It'll be breezy with a bit of rain in the afternoon. We'll reach a high Friday of 43. For Saturday, expect low clouds. We'll reach a high Saturday of 44. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. Portions of the following program are pre-recorded. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Good afternoon. Greetings. We are here live and local and welcome you into this 5 o'clock hour of The Ride Home. Coming up a little later in the show, Greg and Rebecca Sparks, Pittsburgh beloved Pittsburgh musicians, will be with us in studio. They're going to share some of their Christmas music with us ahead of their concert coming up Sunday evening at Mount Lebanon EPC. So stay with us. Uh, you can watch Greg and Rebecca um, on uh, our YouTube link, which is at the word Pittsburgh, and you can watch the show as it happens live. Um, good news came. We talked about early in the four o'clock hour, John, that um, Breeze Airways, a low cost Air Carrier announced yesterday it'll be flying nonstop between here and John Wayne Airport, which is in Santa Ana, California, in the Orange County section of the state, starting March 31st. Mm -hmm. Uh, Breeze is going to operate Orange County flights on Mondays and Fridays on a year-round basis. Um, 
it's the second nonstop flight to Southern California from uh, Pittsburgh International because you can take Spirit Airlines uh, daily nonstop to LAX, which is about 40 miles away from uh, John Wayne Airport. Breeze Airlines. Yeah. So I don't know much about Breeze Airlines, but they have been expanding rapidly into Pittsburgh. By next summer, John, the airline will fly to six cities nonstop from Pittsburgh, including New Orleans, hmm. Charlotte. South Carolina, Providence, Rhode Island, Norfolk, Virginia, and Hartford, Connecticut. Very nice. Breeze is four years old, founded uh, out of uh, Cottonwood Heights, Utah. Previously, uh, the co-founder found WestJet and JetBlue Airlines. Okay. I looked up some rates um, while we were in a news break, and if I were today to buy a round-trip ticket to go from Pittsburgh to Orange County... um, it would only cost me $226. Wait, wait, wait. Round trip to California? Yes. Really? Now, that's at the that's at the cheapest price. But if you want to go first class, first class both ways, nonstop, $420. Wow, that's cool. Wouldn't that be great? So that sounds absolutely unbeatable, and I can't wait to go. Sometime in January or February... To take a trip to California yes. would be great. Would Listen, it, yeah. it's a dark, it's very gray mm-hmm. here. Maybe, you know, I went in March uh, three years ago yeah. and spent a week out there. Go. I'd love to go. And it's still cool out there, so it's not like you're going to be sunbathing. Right. Um, but it's, be beautiful. it's beautiful and sunny, and it's just really, March can be hard here. Mm. So it was very, <laughs> very nice to, to break uh, it up. To hang there for yeah. a week. Yeah. And the, the thing about a trip, like in the middle of the winter, if you can do that, is to look forward to it. Because, you know, oh, yeah, it's you know it's January blahs, but don't worry. Right. In five weeks, I'll be jump, jumping on a plane. Wouldn't that be great? It would be absolutely very, very nice. Anyway, we need to step away. All right. When we do come back, we're going to talk about troubled, not restless. We're going to hear the story about a, a little girl, Clara, and uh, the story to tell. Join us for that. Um, I don't know. Chemo doctor's appointments, and the resurrection of Christ. 101.5 WORD. How prideful are you? If you answered not very, well, you probably need a dose of humility. Bottom line, we all struggle with pride and need a practical plan for fighting it. John MacArthur looks at a biblical blueprint for dealing with pride in his series, Getting in Step with the Christian Walk, this week on Grace to You. This is John MacArthur inviting you to listen to Grace to You every weekday morning at 7 a.m. on 101.5 Word FM. First, we decide where we want to go. Then we need to know the best way to get there. Hi, my name's Adam Barada. I'm the owner of Advantage Gold. We're the highest rated precious metals firm in the country. We teach people how to own physical gold and silver. Now, we've won the Best of Trust Link Award four years in a row because we educate our clients on how to buy gold and silver the right way. We don't pay celebrity spokespeople millions of dollars. We'd rather pass that value on to you. Call 800-900-8000 and speak with one of our experts. We'll send you a free gold kit along with my latest number one national best-selling book, The Great Devaluation. Call 800-900-8000. That's 800-900-8000. Get the best information, the best process, the best service, the best value. Call Advantage Gold at 800-900-8000. Call 800-900-8000. Advantage Gold is not an investment advisor or a tax advisor. Consult with your financial advisor before investing. How is your job to school? 
Let me tell you, I had to get my iced coffee first. I just can't seem to put it down. My favorite rapper just announced a tour. My phone was buzzing like crazy. I'm so excited. I had to text all my friends right then to talk about it. Then someone started calling me and... Let's try that again. I turned my phone off right away. I never drive distracted. Visit StopTextStopRex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. I'm thankful for the time I get to spend with my family during Christmas. Christmas is a time for gratitude at Eden Christian Academy. I'm thankful for the opportunity that I get to spend time with those I love. My favorite thing about the holiday season is seeing the look on my family's face when I give them a really good gift. During the Christmas season, I'm thankful that I can see all of my family members in one place. I'm thankful for the friends and relationships that I've made here at Eden. Merry Christmas from your friends at Eden Christian Academy. Hey, everybody, Greg Laurie from A New Beginning. I'm encouraging you right now to turn off the negativity and instead turn on a positive message of God's love for you. And you can do that with the OnePlace.com app. You can listen to my messages anytime, anywhere, even offline. So start renewing your mind today with the truth from God's Word. Go to your Apple or Google App Store and search for OnePlace. And download it now. Is it okay to be restless? Rachel Booth Smith is with us. She was answering that question from her daughter, Clara. Rachel Smith uh, writes, teaches, produces study tools. And she's got a piece in uh, this month's Christianity Today, Troubled, Not Restless. Rachel, welcome to the show. Oh, we don't have her yet. Okay, a little, uh, little technical difficulty there. And uh, okay. the oncology ward. Yeah. Those are places you don't want to go. Uh, nobody wants to go there, but tons of us end up there. Most of us will probably end up there yeah. uh, if we live any kind of long life. And that's just the way it is. Yeah. Um, I was, uh, when I went to an oncology ward for the first time, I wasn't the patient. I was with my dad. And uh, it's super scary the first time because you, I don't know, you feel like... You're helpless. Yeah. You have no control. Yeah. And you've kind of walked into a science fiction ward, right? Yeah, like kind of like a science fair project. Yeah. Uh, Something that's beyond you. And of course, whether it's you or someone you love about to enter into this process, it's life and death. Yeah, there's so much anxiety, which is wrapped up in it. And um, I think another thing that can be off-putting, I'm interested in in talking to Rachel about this, is um, when you're the patient or the patient's family, the uh, language that the physician is using is oftentimes so alien to you. Mm -hmm. And you feel so cowed by it. You know, like I... I don't understand anything about what you're saying. I don't feel competent to have a conversation with you. I don't feel right asking any questions because you're so smart and you're a physician and I'm me and nothing. And When you did that with your father, mm-hmm. was it you, your mother, and your father together? It was just me and my dad. Yeah. It kind of feels like the more people in the room, yeah, the better off it caught, is because yeah. – you 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 forget like what did he say or right. what did what did she tell us or I don't understand what he said. Please go right. back and you know you're taking notes. You know we've taken notes and you kind of go back afterwards and you go, what exactly is going on here? It's hard to ca-. plus the emotion is so overriding. Right, it's very difficult. Yeah, there's a lot there's a lot going on in that space. So you're trying to 
fight your way through the language and the recommendation for your treatment, mm-hmm. <laughs> you have a lot of questions, but you you're you feel intimidated at first to ask them. At least I did. I think anybody does yeah. because you know we. Of course, the doctors are there. They're, they're the experts. And the default is, whether it's a pastor or a doctor, we tend to elevate those people, right? And so it's hard yes. to sort of puncture through that, like, I humbly submit to you, please save my loved one's life. Right. right please. Right. I mean, it's the, it's the most right. humble you'll probably be. Yes. And then, so if you're questioning any of the treatment protocol, then you're you like, know? what am I doing? Like, I'm a talk show host on the radio. You know, what do I know? My medical degree did not come in yet. Yeah, exactly. So anyway, there's just there's a lot of emotion and confusion. Um, One thing I will say, though, and we're we're efforting uh, getting Rachel Booth Smith on the air with us. She's going to be a Zoom guest, hopefully in just a couple of minutes, is that uh, there was so much grace to be found there um, and so much freedom to that to ask questions and to express difficulties, it's just at first it didn't seem like it, that would be the case. Well, in your instance, it sort of became a home in a way, right? Sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah we were there so much. Very good. Yeah. Rachel Booth Smith is yeah, with us. Hey, Rachel. Sorry for our, hey. our uh, little uh, kerfuffle there, but uh, thanks for your with no us here. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Rachel. So I was just talking about um, being... Mm-hmm. <laughs> Pardon me, in an oncology ward with my dad over many years, what that experience was like, especially at first when I felt really, you know, cowed by it and overwhelmed and I didn't know, I wasn't sure how to ask questions or what to say about treatment protocol and to say uh, restless and troubled. I think both of those applied to me. Um, Rachel, why Mm -hmm. don't you uh, take us and our listeners back and tell us your story? Sure. Well, I um, I kind of started off the article and was talking about our experience with childhood cancer. My daughter was six years old and she was diagnosed with a Wilms tumor, which is a tumor that only little kids get. Um, and it's a tumor around her one kidney. And so uh, they found hers kind of in a dramatic fashion uh, in that she fell on the playground and it ruptured the tumor um, and she had internal bleeding. And so we ended up over the weekend with um, Friday, we had a healthy kid. And by Saturday mid-morning, she had cancer bleeding into her stomach. And so it was, it was definitely, like you say, it's the, the whiplash, you know, of, um, you, you just, you just don't see it coming and not sure what to do. Um, so that was a, that began her journey of healing. And, um, so there was the radiation and the chemo, which is backwards for how they usually do it. They usually like to shrink it and then surgically remove it. Um, but with her situation, we had to surgically remove it and then do the radiation and then the chemo. And so she had a lot of little trauma to her little body. Um, but she is, um, people always wonder how is she now? She's fine. She's doing well. Um, she's 18 and she's a college wow. freshman. So, oh, that's wonderful. um, yeah, so we're, we're so glad to have a ha- happy outcome, but, but you're right. Those, those, um, oncology wards, especially, I think the children's oncology was, uh, pretty disorienting. It's a um, it's a hard place to be, but it is um, also really a miraculous place. It's it's really where God meets uh, people there. Yeah, I mean, you start off the article talking about Clara saying, "Is it okay to be restless?" Which I I mm-hmm. think you know. I mean, what great wisdom there for a six year old to say that to you. And your response was what? 
you know, I told her, yeah, it's okay, honey. God, God knows this is hard. And she, she asked that question because there was an Audrey Assad um, song playing that says, I'm restless um, until I rest in you. And she's always been a pretty astute little six-year-old. And so she had, she took that line. It's an Augustine line actually that Audrey was singing. So she was actually asking a question of Augustine, even though she didn't know it. And she said, is that a send mom that, you know, I, that we might sometimes feel restless. And she, I think what she was asking truly was, is it okay that this really bothers me and I'm really unhappy and I really don't care for our situation. And as a mom, the right answer was, yes, it's okay. You're okay. (laughs) You know, this is, this is legit hard and it's okay to feel that. Uh, But then uh, from the article, then I just kind of, I took that as a theological question. So what does that mean to be restless? And what does it mean when, when God rested in creation? And then I just kind of played around with that. It's been over 10 years and um, her question really has bothered me and I've thought a lot about it. And so I kind of took the article in that direction. All right. So take us through. Um, Talk about what you learned in writing the article. And I guess that's kind of a short, I don't know if you can even call it a summation, but it's certainly an outgrowth of what you've learned over the last decade. What a journey. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I started grad school and that's actually where we, where it started. And I, and I came to understand that when God rests on the seventh day of creation, that's actually a picture of enthronement. So you kind of picture like the captain sitting in Star Trek and he sits in his chair and he says, you know, engage or whatever. That's actually what rest is. It's not like God taking a nap. It's it's God saying, okay, I put everything the way, just the way I want it. Let's go. And we know that people were like, hmm, it's not the way I care for it. And so we were kind of goobers in Genesis 2 and 3. Um, But in Genesis 1, if we look at that, we're like, oh, how did God set it up? And what does that mean about who he is? And we find that it says a lot of theologically about who God is. So God, you know, he created, um, he created all of the provisions for us before he created us. Like he actually set up a world where everything's set for us, it's it's there, it's ready to go. And so um, we have that that beautiful opportunity to look at who God is when he created all of our provisions for us. And then he said, that means I'm ready to go. Mm-hmm. So in that journey, uh, 10 mm-hmm. plus years, uh, I'm yeah. sure you and Clary, your husband, you've had to recount this. And what a story you must tell each other at, uh, at all times of the day, right? Things have to mm-hmm. come up, memories and, and, and fears and joys and regrets. I mean, you've got so much to tell. You know, the peace in CT, uh, Troubled Not Restless, is just the sort of the very beginning of, of the greater journey mm-hmm. that you would go in. I would imagine you've got much more material to, to work with. Uh, yes. I mean, we have a ton of... Um just a ton of stories of God's faithfulness. Of course, journeys are, are long and there's a lot of steps in them. And um, one of the things, you know, we learned through the whole thing was that it's very tempting to be a lot like, you know, Adam and Eve and decide that our definition of what is right and what is good um, supersedes God's. And he says, no, that's, that's actually what restless is, is when you say God's enthronement, is 
not what it should be. And you say the, the world God put into place, you know, I, I don't care for that. So when you step in and supersede his judgment, that's when you're being restless. And so I differentiated in the article because it helped me to say, look, troubled is when, you know, we say, yeah, God, I'm frustrated at the way this is. And restless is when we say, but I'm going to take charge and I'm going to take control of all of this now. Um, and so differentiating helped me to say, okay, yeah, it's okay to agree with God that, you know, rapidly dividing cells that create tumors in little girls' bodies is grievous and sad. And it's okay to just lean against his enthroned knees and say, yeah, I, this is awful. Um, it's not okay to stand up and, you know, shake my fist and, and act like God owes me an explanation for what has he's allowed to happen in our lives. So throughout all this, how's Clara, what, what's her faith journey like? Did she ever rebel? Did she ever step away? No, she's actually a quite, um, God has just blessed her with a, a really um, insightful nature. She is um, really a delightful kid and she writes songs. She is a, a minoring in music and uh, majoring in writing. And so she has that kind of artistic bent and she's written some songs about um, some about this journey. She's written about this journey and how it's affected her. And um, she just wrote a piece called Soul Surfing um, about how sometimes people will ask her questions about her journey with cancer in a way to work out their own theology. And she kind of pushes back and says, you know, don't use my journey for your theology. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, it was, it was, I was like, Oh, <laughs> I hadn't thought about it that way. That's good. <laughs> um, so yeah, she's, she's a great kid and she's, um, she's very insightful and uh, she thinks things, she thinks about things hard and deep. Check out the article in this month's Christianity Today, Troubled, Not Restless. Uh, we're talking to uh, the writer, Rachel Booth Smith. But I just realized that's not the title of the article. The title of the article is, If Troubled, Look for God's Comfort. If Restless, Look for His Lordship. A real pleasure to meet you, Rachel. Thank you. Come back. Let's do this again, Rachel. Thank you. Our pleasure. Sure thing. Sounds Thank good. you so much. Thank you. We'll step away for just a few minutes. When we do come back, uh, are we doing our daily? Does this make sense? All right. Stick ahead. Do you remember your college years? A lot of great things can happen. And if you were so inclined, a lot of not so great things can happen. Well, at Grove City College, they know this, that you were made with a purpose because your college years are pivotal. And the time to discover and cultivate your God-given calling, it's there. And you know, and so do we, that God made you in his image with a purpose for your life. In a Grove City College, you'll find an unwavering commitment to your freedom of conscience, empowering you to know the truth of who God is and his purpose for your life. I got to be honest, college was a hard time for me. I mean, it was really challenging academically. It was also really challenging socially. And so to kind of have a solid perspective that's given to you by the faculty that there's a purpose for this, that God has a purpose, not just for what you're learning in the classroom, but with your roommate or with your boy or girlfriend or whoever, it, it, what you're going through, the changes with your siblings or your parents, that there's a purpose for that. Yes. I don't know. I feel like that could change everything for someone who's of a college age. Without a doubt. In your academics, your mm -hmm. social life, in all things, you were made with a purpose. If you're looking, your child looking for the next four years, 
we suggest you look at Grove City College online at gcc.edu. The power of purpose, Grove City College. Your love isn't confined to an Advent calendar. It doesn't stop when the Christmas lights come down. When you donate to the Salvation Army's Red Kettle Campaign, your love lasts all year long. It puts a present under someone's tree today and a roof over someone's head tomorrow. It brightens Christmas mornings and the hardest nights for hardworking families. Together, we love beyond Christmas. Support local families with a donation today at SalvationArmyWPA.org slash lovebeyond. The Christmas Mortgage Miracle is back and bigger than ever. For five years, the Christmas Mortgage Miracle has made it possible for you to win next year's mortgage or rent. This year, we've raised the grand prize to $18,000. To pay for next year's mortgage or rent. Increase your opportunity to win when you enter up to once per day and complete optional bonus tasks. Trinity Jewelers presents the Christmas Mortgage Miracle Sweepstakes. Enter today at wordfm.com. Ask Alexa to play the word Pittsburgh to hear us there. We're on your Google speaker too. Plus iHeart, TuneIn, and on Odyssey. 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. Sweet strawberry icing. You're in goodwill and just past that vintage denim jacket you spot. Miniature donut earrings. You lean in. Ah. <sighs> That's the scent of shopping success. Because at Goodwill, every item you buy funds local job training and more. So bring home those donut earrings and bring home so much good to your community. Goodwill. Bring good home. Brought to you by Goodwill and the Ad Council. We'll see mostly cloudy skies for tonight. Expect a nighttime low of 40. Tomorrow, cloudy skies with a high of 45. Overcast tomorrow night with a low of 36. Mostly cloudy Friday. It'll be breezy with a bit of rain in the afternoon. We'll reach a high Friday of 43. For Saturday, expect low clouds. We'll reach a high Saturday of 44. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. Makes sense. Does what make sense? First class airfare. One hundred percent. Now, I got to be honest. I've done it once, and if I could, I would do it every time I fly. I mean, the care. This is how flying is supposed to be. Right, how you envision flying, mm-hmm. right? like in the in like the Pan Am ads mm-hmm. from like 1960 or something. Exactly, right where there's great attention, there's space, there's comfort, there's ease, there's little accoutrements, mm-hmm. snacks, food, meals. It's personal. It makes perfect sense. Now you know back in steerage where I usually sit in scum with, class with the rest of the cattle, right? right. I mean, it's just despair upon despair <laughs> upon despair. It is an indignity, isn't it? Well, it's and a it's miracle. Worse. I mean, it's it's when you think about us, you know, in a I little know, metal it's, tube, it's hurtling through the you know sky at hundreds of miles an hour. It's still a joy. It's still a pleasure. But what what was once envisioned, and what is the reality, as far as the east is from the west? It's true. Mm-hmm. It makes sense to me. Does it make sense to you? Please tell me it does. I mean, well, I, now, okay. Let me let me let me just tell you that I've only flown first class one time. <laughs> Look at us, and I loved everything about yes, it course. so much that of course it makes sense. But there's isn't there a part of you that's like, 
I don't really need that. I mean, that's just like, you know, who needs that? No, I need it. <laughs> no, I'm not. Listen, no, I couldn't believe I had an opportunity to take first class on a trip I was taking and you to Nashville and you and I said, oh, I don't think I need this. And you jumped in uh, what? and said, what are you doing? <laughs> take it. Please. <laughs> I'm not worthy. OK, does this make sense? Confession. Confession. Sitting before your pastor, your priest and humbly categorizing the hurt, the shame, the sin that's on your heart. I've never done that a single time. I'm telling you, our, our friend during the four o'clock hour, Eric, Eric Andre. Andre, what I took most of it was, was the that specificity yeah. and the buoyancy, the joy, the lifting of the burden of shame that right. comes from that moment. It's highly recommended. Okay. I have, no, I mean, I don't want you to assume I've never confessed my sins. Of course not. I have confessed my, I've never done that with a person. Never, never. Now I've confessed sins to people. Yeah. You know what I mean? But never sat down for a, like, this is a confessional. I'm not looking down my nose at you by any stretch, but there is a difference. I think it does make sense though. I think Mm. you're right. WORD. Playing Pittsburgh's favorite Christian music on the weekends with the best new Christmas music. New New music. Oh, what a king from Katie Nicole. God made a way from Brandon Heath and Tasha Layton. God made a way. And Christmas time is here from Zach Williams. Christmas time is here. The best new Christmas music. Pittsburgh's favorite Christian music on the weekends on Word FM. Hi, Sarah. I'm sorry I'm late. The traffic is crazy. Yeah, it is. And it doesn't help that gas prices have skyrocketed. I can't believe how much it costs for gas now. Everyone's talking about how much gas is, but I never pay full price for gas anymore. I just use the free Upside app and I get cash back for every gallon of gas I buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get paid real cash when you buy gas with the Upside app? Yeah, real cash every time I buy gas. What? That sounds like it could really add up. I've made around $200 already. Wow, that's serious extra money. I'm downloading the free Upside app now. Download the free Upside app to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code SALE33 for an extra 25 cents per gallon cash back in your first fill-up. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account to PayPal or an e-gift card. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code SALE33 for a 25 cents per gallon bonus in your first tank. That's code SALE33 for 25 cents per gallon cash back in your first fill-up. Cashback's not available in Cass, New Jersey, Wisconsin. I'm thankful for the time I get to spend with my family during Christmas. Christmas is a time for gratitude at Eden Christian Academy. I'm thankful for the opportunity that I get to spend time with those I love. My favorite thing about the holiday season is seeing the look on my family's face when I give them a really good gift. During the Christmas season, I'm thankful that I can see all of my family members in one place. I'm thankful for the friends and relationships that I've made here at Eden. Merry Christmas from your friends at Eden Christian Academy. Hi, this is Joe Cordell with the law firm Cordell & Cordell. When the prospect of divorce becomes a reality, you need a partner that you can count on. If you're a man in this situation, 
consider contacting Cordell and Cordell. We've helped men navigate complex legal matters for 30 years. Contact Cordell and Cordell to schedule an appointment with one of our firm's Pittsburgh area attorneys, a partner men can count on. Offices in Pittsburgh, Beaver, and Cranberry Township. Joseph Cordell, licensed in Missouri and Illinois only. Online at CordellCordell.com. Trip to Europe. Visit all 30 Major League Baseball stadiums. Go skydiving. Okay, so you know what you want to do in retirement, but do you know how to get there? Tune into Your Retirement Blueprint with Kurt Kenotic and Ethan Lane of Accurate Solutions Group Saturdays at 10 a.m. to get answers to your retirement planning questions. Plan today so you can do the things you've always dreamt about doing in retirement. Listen every Saturday morning at 10 to Your Retirement Blueprint with Accurate Solutions Group. Investment advisory services offered through ASG Investment Management, LLC. Would you risk crossing a street busy with traffic against the light? Watch where you're going. Wearing a blindfold? Probably not. Other risks aren't as obvious, but could be just as deadly, like the risk for type 2 diabetes. Take the free diabetes risk test to learn if you're at risk. Go to diabetes.org slash take the test or call 1-800-DIABETES and stop diabetes before it stops you. A message from the American Diabetes Association. Sweet strawberry icing. You're in goodwill and just past that vintage denim jacket you spot. Miniature donut earrings. You lean in. Ah, that's the scent of shopping success. Because at Goodwill, every item you buy funds local job training and more. So bring home those donut earrings and bring home so much good to your community. Goodwill. Bring good home. Brought to you by Goodwill and the Ad Council. One of the wonderful things about the Christmas season is that we have an opportunity to indulge ourselves in a lot of great Christian music, Christmas music. And among those are one of the mainstays of uh, Christendom here in the city of Pittsburgh, Greg and Rebecca Sparks. They've got a live show coming on December 18th, and they are with us in studio to perform and to talk. And uh, Greg and Rebecca, welcome to the show. Thank Thank you. Thank you. Love being here. We love when you guys show up. We really do. Change the vibe. It does. And uh, we love you guys as people. You know that and your family. Um, And especially your take on Christmas has been really uh, musically formative to me over the years. It just gives me a different way of looking at it. Um, Before we went on air, you said, you know, in the West, we tend to make Christmas into some kind of crazy thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's a big performance. It's a big wow. You got to be up for it, you know, mm-hmm. shiny, glittery. And it's like, get your sweaters, man. And like, but there's a beautiful rhythm in the Orthodox way, in the ancient way of leaning into the lament and the longing mm-hmm. for why do we need this savior? Why are we looking for a Messiah? And that changes everything. When we tilt that perspective, it allows us to kind of feel that sadness that most of us feel Mm -hmm. this time of year. That we're kind of forbidden to express in some way, considering where we've been these last several years. Lament surrounds us, does it not? Exactly. Right. And then whether it's in a, you know, in a global uh, presence or, you know, bring it way, you know, to the micro of our heart, to our families, we're always saying goodbye, especially when you start getting to be our age. Mm-hmm. We're all saying goodbye to somebody, right? <laughs> right? Yeah, and it's And there's a perpetual, yeah. there's a thread of sadness, mm-hmm. but there, that's appropriate. Right. Because this place is broken. 
And we need Jesus. And we're temporary here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So December 18th in Mount Lebanon, talk about the uh, the event. You, uh, how long will it be? Who's invited? Uh, all the, that. the whole family is invited. Mount Lebanon EPC has a beautiful sanctuary. They decorated a tree, mm-hmm. and it's just, it's really lovely. Stained glass and everything. Yeah. So it's, it's a wonderful place to come for a, a Christmas concert and gathering. We will be celebrating also. There'll be to- songs that are... Um, uplifting and we'll be singing along with the congregation um and it's a larger scale musically um our uh son ed who's been playing drums with us since he was 14 he's a big man now. when he had no choice when he had no choice sorry they, we were just feeding him crackers for that <laughs> right. and uh but now he he requires more than crackers to come out and play with us yeah. and uh, uh our buddy damon himes is uh playing on the bass and younger reitz is playing cello mm-hmm. um it's just a beautiful night oh, yeah i yeah. can't wait yeah. it's so good and it's free you know free. i think they're taking an offering to help yeah with expenses as, as they, they say, say defray the cost. but anybody can come and sure. bring your friends and your family mm-hmm. and neighbors and, uh, co-workers it's, it's great it's you know because the gospel is in the music so listening to the music is is just you know people enjoy it it's, christmas is an amazing time that people hear the gospel over the radio nonstop. you know mm-hmm. in the sense of like the christmas all carols. the christmas carols and stuff like that sure mm-hmm. it's a great opportunity so for people who don't know your music greg and rebecca give us a preview can you play something for us yeah. absolutely <laughs> This is just part of a song, right? Right. All right. Right. This much. Remember how it started in July. A Christmas club in Sears catalog circling our dreams. But mom and dad made gifts for the eight of us Cradles and cars and dresses of velveteen But my pennies and nickels were always good At my mom's store Bargain basement treasures under her bed I'm fine in Christmas difficult this year I'm fine in Christmas it's different without you here and all these paper chains of memories and nutmeg in my mind with broken and imperfect longing I'm fine in Christmas difficult this year I'm finding Christmas is different without you here and all these paper chains of memories but not making my mind with broken and imperfect longing I'm finding Christmas Oh, that's beautiful. Oh, boy, isn't that the truth? 
that Christmas is always about longing in some ways, looking back and people who used to be with us are now gone, but still we gather as family and we celebrate. And, And the way we do it is built on those who have gone on Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. all the, you know, you you just think cookie recipes, right? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Like these are things that are passed on the way that we do it, the way, the time that we have a meal, do we have a meal? Mm -hmm. What service do we go to for Christmas? Like it's imprinted in us in this beautiful chain of tradition. Yeah. And all that sentimentality goes with family. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Now, when you guys got married, how old were you? Twelve. (laughs) <laughs> I was, I was that's 20. Really, I was that's illegal. It was the month that I turned 24. Okay. Yeah. And famously, Greg was so excited about us being married that um, when my birthday rolled around, uh, three weeks later, he totally forgot. Oh, there you totally go. Totally forgot. <laughs> The decades have passed, but still the hurt remains. I I, I don't even remember it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so did you did you have to negotiate like how you were going to do Christmas? Like, well, that's that's the way my family always Uh, does it. Well, that's the way your family. Our families lived apart. Some people have to divide the day. Right, right. You know, we had to divide the holidays because. Michigan or Indiana, where my family was, versus Johnstown, where her family is. Right. He can't be in both places. Right. And, and it just always was a little bit of a pressure to be in which place, you know, we would. It was kind of like Thanksgiving or Christmas. Sure. Right. And, and especially performing as well, right? You had to work around your schedule. Yeah. 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 So. Definitely. And so now that you have four grown kids mm-hmm. and a couple grandkids. Right. Now you're like, you've taken what your parents gave to you and now you're doing the same thing with your kids. Yeah. And, and I'm, I'm horrible. I'm horrible because the the Syrian Russian person that I am, sure. we just want the tribe together all the time. Of course. And it's like, oh, you have to go somewhere. We'll all, we'll all pack our bags and we will go with you also then. <laughs> yeah. Right. So I'm, I drive them crazy because I want everything to be all together. <laughs> and they're like, Mom, we have to establish our independence as adults. And I'm like, why? Mm-hmm. As family. Why? I right. never did. What would the point of that be? <laughs> That's so... What? Right. Yeah, exactly. Greg and Rebecca Sparks are with us. Coming up December 18th, that's a Sunday, at Mount Lebanon EPC, a free concert. There's a little tiny slice of it right there. And uh, uh, you guys, for decades, you've been doing this. I mean, you've made a career out of this. Uh, to have a career in the arts, especially mm-hmm. as believers, it's no small matter, is it? Sure. No, it's a miracle, right? No, like, and you know, in our earlier years, we kind of fought through the melees of Christian music industry and sure. worked with record companies and did you need management and who's your booking agent? You know, the whole machine of that. But really, we're two kids that kind of grew up in church and youth group experiences where we felt the touch of God, the awareness of who God is at an early point in our life. And our focus in our music has always been, what's the ministry behind it? What, wh- how is this benefiting someone else? You know, it's not about, oh, I wrote a song and I want to report for you, so I feel good about the song. You know, right. it's more about music that we can lay before other people in a concert or in a, some kind of recorded medium and see if there's a way that it moves and touches the heart. And, and I think when you do that, it limits... In some sense, it limits what you're ever going to do in the organization of the industry because it's not as much about that's they want that, but how they get it is different. Right. But to say, I want to perform music for people, then you just go to churches, you go to colleges, you go wherever, you know, and somebody may use you one year and then next year they don't. It's not there's no 
it's no tour aspect to it. It's more of like where are we being taken, where are we being booked, and that's when, for us, I think that's been the whole emphasis. Like, Lord, where do you want us to go? You know, mm-hmm. there's that, a prayer at the end of our, litur- our liturgical service that it says, "And now send us out to do the work you've called us to do." And every time we hear that, we're just like, "Yes, that's that's it, God, send us out." to the work you've called us to do, wherever that is. Fabulous. That confidence and humility in showing up and trying to praise God. Yeah. Yeah. Let's play another song. Would you mind? Yeah. The Sparks uh, in concert, December 18th, Mount Lebanon, EPC. You go. Why did you come to earth? Struggling to our mortal skin What did you see in us? A comparable prize of the heaven you're in Sweet little baby boy Dear Mary's pride and joy And all you can do is cry for hell you cry out you cry out cause everyone needs a savior look how we treated you the hell that we all put you through what kind of love is this you suffer the worst in our place for every ruined man you promised a perfect plan and all we should do is cry out cry out call on someone bigger for help Love that song. That's a Absolutely love that song. That's Greg and Rebecca Sparks. Their concert is coming up Sunday, December 18th at 6 p.m. That's one week before Christmas at Mount Lebanon EPC. Their only Pittsburgh concert at Christmas this year. You don't need a ticket. Just show up. Um, what time? It's show, 6 p.m. is the show. That's terrific. Yeah, so for families with school kids... Perfect. Still okay. get out. All right. Um, last thing that I want to bring up is that uh, since you guys were in here last, you, Greg, became legit. I was legitimized. You were. You <laughs> yes. were by, by a yeah. body of people. Well, yeah. our path has been in the church for decades and decades. And we've served as worship leaders and ministry leaders and stuff. But it was never ordained you know, as part of that pastoral staff. And we knew that that was important. So we kind of set on a course. So in the fall of 2016, I started seminary at uh, Trinity Seminary and then graduated from there. And then I entered into the ordination process in the Anglican Church. uh, Ellsworth, in Ellsworth, uh, Church of the Ascension is our home church. And uh, so just this past 
May, I was ordained as a deacon, mm -hmm. and so now I serve as a deacon, which He's means... in his diaconate year. year. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Deacon is clergy, uh -huh. you know, and uh, but I'm not a priest yet, so hopefully mid-next year sometime, mm -hmm. I'll be ordained as yeah. a priest. He's Deacon Greg now. Listen, I'm super excited and yeah, super yeah. proud of you. Oh, that is thanks. a really wonderful thing. It's been amazing. Well, Rebecca is young. She, nope. Oh, she, I'm, not, I'm not ordained. That. I am not the deacon. <laughs> yeah. I know, but... Deaconess? She always wanted to be married to the deacon, so it's about <laughs> yeah. time. Yeah. The deacon deacon's boy. wife. Very nice. <laughs> Greg and Rebecca, thanks so much. Yeah, yeah. we love you guys. Great props to you, really. Really, yeah, really, yeah, really good to have you. Fabulous. The concert's Thank coming you. up Sunday, December 18th at 6 p.m. That's one week week before Christmas at Mount Lebanon EPC. You don't have to worry about a ticket. Just show up so you can see Greg and Rebecca and celebrate the Savior. This holiday season, why not give the gift of a good night's sleep? This is Greg Trzynski, and at the Original Mattress Factory, our factory direct business model allows us to provide a better quality product at a better price than mainstream mattress retailers. We handle our products in our own local factories and sell them directly to you in our own stores. Not only does this save you money, it also means we can offer local delivery or arrange in-store pickup on most items by the holidays. Visit an OMF location today for a better night's sleep this Christmas. When you need your dollar to go further, you need the Original Mattress Factory. We hand-build our mattresses and box springs in our factories and sell them factory direct in our own stores. We cut out the middleman and pass the savings on to you. You get a better quality mattress at a better price compared to mainstream brands. When your wallet is feeling the squeeze everywhere from the gas pump to the grocery store, real value is more important than ever. Visit an original mattress factory location today to see our factory direct difference for yourself. My grandma is one of my heroes. And one thing we did together was Bob Barker and the price is right. Grandma knew the cost of everything. But here's how I think she would do today. Grandma, name the price of these hot dogs and win a brand new car. Uh, those are definitely $2.49. Ah, oh, so sorry. These hot dogs are now four monthly payments in $19.99. Too bad. It's Ryan from United Faith Mortgage, and the cost of everything is crazy, and the holidays only make things harder. But there still is one big positive, and that's the skyrocketing home values of the last few years. For many, today is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to cash out some of the new money their home earned to help with the crazy. And the strategy is take advantage of the cash out today and refinance tomorrow when rates settle back down. They've already dropped an ounce as of late. If you're curious about your options, we are United, United Faith Mortgage. United Mortgage Corp, Melbourne, New York. And a blessing number 1330. That's the Department of Banking and Securities. Mortgage Lender License 22672. I'm thankful for the time I get to spend with my family during Christmas. Christmas is a time for gratitude at Eden Christian Academy. I'm thankful for the opportunity that I get to spend time with those I love. My favorite thing about the holiday season is seeing the look on my family's face when I give them a really good gift. During the Christmas season, I'm thankful that I can see all of my family members in one place. I'm thankful for the friends and relationships that I've made here at Eden. Merry Christmas from your friends at Eden Christian Academy. Hi, I'm Kyle, and my company is Blindster.com. I started Blindster in 2010 to provide custom blind shades and shutters at affordable prices. Our blinds are easy to install and shipping is free. Don't hire an expensive professional. Do it yourself and save big at Blindster.com. 
We are everywhere. On your radio at 101.5 WORDFM Pittsburgh at wordfm.com, the Word FM mobile app, iHeart, TuneIn, and Odyssey. It's amazing what you find when you dig in the ground. I mean, archaeology, what a cool profession, isn't it? The uncovering. Did I tell you about that guy I'm following on Twitter Hmm. who started excavating his backyard? He lives in France. Yes, yes. Okay. He lives in France. He started excavating his backyard, which tells you, like, he he, they were, I think he was going to add on a room to his house or something. Anyway, he found that he was living above this like beautifully constructed uh st- like stone backyard that someone had put together 150 or 200 years ago cool. and so he's been like he said his whole part-time job and he like goes to work and then he comes home and digs out of slowly backyard. slowly slowly digging this okay well check this out this, this is similar but this is amazing this is way older a 1300 year old gold and gemstone necklace found on the site of a new housing development, marks the grave of a powerful woman who may have been an early Christian leader in Britain, archaeologists said on Wednesday. Experts say the necklace, uncovered with other items near Northampton in central England, is part of the most significant early medieval burial of a woman ever found in the UK. The woman, of course, is long gone. Some tooth enamel is all that remains. Oh, boy. But scientists say her long-buried trove will shed new light on the 7th century in England, a time when Christianity was battling with paganism for people's allegiance. allegiance. The items are, quote, a definite statement of wealth as well as Christian faith, says Lynn Blackmore, a senior find specialist at the Museum of London Archaeology, which made the discovery. She was extremely devout, but was she a a nun, a princess, maybe an abbess? We don't know, said Blackmore. The Harpool Treasure, named for the village where it was found some 60 miles northwest of London, was unearthed in April by archaeologists uh, who are visiting or building a neighborhood of new homes. On the last day of the 10-week dig, site supervisors noticed something glinting in the dirt. When the first glints of gold started to emerge from the soil, we knew that this was something significant. However, we didn't quite realize how special this was going to be. It turned out to be a rectangular gold pendant with a cross motif inlaid with garnets. The centerpiece of a necklace that also contained pendants fashioned from gold Roman coins and ovals of semi-precious stones. Quote, these artifacts have not seen the daylight in more than 1,300 years. To be the first person to actually see it is just indescribable. Researchers say the burial took place around 630 and 670 A.D., the same period as several other graves of high-ranking women that have been found around Britain. Earlier high-status burials were mostly men. Experts say the change could also reflect women gaining power and status in Mm. England's new Christian faith. The Kingdom of Mercia where the Harpole treasure was found, converted to Christianity in the 7th century, and the woman buried there was a believer, maybe a faith leader. A large and ornate silver cross was placed in her body in the grave. Wow. It is adorned with tiny, 
astonishingly well-preserved likenesses of human heads with blue glass eyes, which may represent Christ's apostles. Also, clay pots from France or Belgium containing residue of an unknown liquid were also found. An unknown liquid? Yep. Okay. Within a few decades, as Christianity took hold more widely in England, the practice of burying people with their luxury goods died out. Burying people with lots and lots of bling is a pagan notion, but this is obviously heavily vested in Christian iconography, so it's that period of Mm. quite rapid change. The Harpool discoveries will help fill in gaps in knowledge about the era between the departure of Britain's Roman occupiers in the 5th century and the arrival of Viking raiders 400 years later. Experts say it's one of the most significant Saxon finds since the 7th century ship burial found in the 1930s, about 100 miles from where this burial place was found. A handful of similar necklaces from the same time have previously been found in other regions of England, but none are as ornate. Archaeologists have finished their work. They will be displayed soon in a museum. Property developers in Britain routinely have to consult archaeologists as part of their planning process. We are now looking at places we would never have typically looked at. As a result, we are finding genuinely unexpected things. The scale of wealth is going to change our view of early medieval period. Mm -hmm. The course of history has been nudged ever so slightly by this find. Where's that article from? This is from uh, CBS Online. Uh, CBS World Online. That's a fascinating article. How about? Are there pictures? Any photos of the the jewels? Yes. Mm -hmm. And they, they, I mean, that's just so incredibly incredibly gorgeous, ornate. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Here, here's a photograph you can see. It's a small photograph, but there it is. I mean, to think 1300 to 1700 years ago, there were women in charge, women leading faith communities in England, what was then not England, but it's fascinating. Whole new wow. discoveries. Hey, wow. thanks for being with us. The show continues um, tomorrow. We yeah, if you missed any us. of today's program, including the concert by the Sparks, check us out on YouTube at The Word Pittsburgh. The Ride Home with John and Kathy. Thanks. The Ride Home with John and Kathy, a production of Salem Media Group. This is Ed Morrissey of HotAir.com for Town Hall. Two billionaires dominated the news this week. One had spent $44 billion of his own money to purchase Twitter and provide... Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.